Hey everyone, Repco Supercars Weekly, Aaron Noonan here with you as we take a look back at the weekend's Bow Repairs Tasmania Super Sprint at Simmons Plains. Great to see Supercars back in Tassie for the first time since 2019, the third round of this year's championship and races six, seven and eight of the championship year. Uh, Shaman Gisbergen can breathe easy. He is still the championship leader and we don't have to ask him any more about the streak because on the weekend it came to an end. He did pick up the victory on Saturday afternoon, but on Sunday Jamie Winkup won the next race and Chas Mostert won the final. So Van Gisbergen's streak ends at six for the start of the season, seven wins in a row when you add Bathurst from the end of last year on. So a, a stunning achievement, something that's really been seen in championship history. And you'd probably say that Van Gisbergen's seven in a row covering Bathurst last year, two Bathurst races at the start of this year, multiple qualifying formats compared to the record, uh, which is eight race wins in a row by Craig Lowndes. That was in 1996 when it was a progressive grid. So if you won the race, you started from pole for the next race. They were 20-minute sprints, so much less racing, therefore much less opportunity for things to go wrong. Nevertheless, the streak is over. Van Gisbergen, though, does retain his lead in the Repco Supercars Championship. I wanted to focus in on Chaz Mostert's win on Sunday because that was a real breakthrough for he, his first win with Walkinshaw and Dreddy United. And there's a bunch of stuff to come out of it that you probably haven't stopped to think about. But it ends a streak for Chaz of droughts in terms of race wins back to Albert Park 2019. That win for him came with Tickford, of course, but Walkinshaw and Dreddy United's last win also came at Albert Park a year earlier, 2018, with Scott Pye. So it's 92 races and 1,121 days since the team last won a main game race. And considering that they've been close on a few occasions, they spent all of last year virtually on the road uh, with the COVID situation, the border closures having to leave Victoria, uh, that's been a lot of work and effort going for them to get that done. Their first win at Simmons Plains in Tassie since Garth Tander won under the HRT banner back in 2009 on the Saturday. And if you love your numbers, Chas Monster driving car 25. Last time that a driver won a championship race with number 25, you've got to go way back to 1994. I think Chas was two. Uh, Tony Longhurst at Wanneroo in Western Australia uh, in the B&H Commodore. And on that day, second place was car number 11, with Larry Perkins, who was car number 11. Uh, where do they finish on the weekend? Anton Di Pasquale finished second as well. So 25 and 11. If you had the uh, the numbers on, you would have been playing very, very well. But great news for Anton Di Pasquale. The first time in his career that he scored multiple podiums in a weekend. So that's really started to move him back up the order in the championship points tally. I'll cover off the driver's points in, in just a moment for you. Uh, Will Davison, two podiums for the weekend as well in the other of the Shell V-Power Racing Team Mustangs, Cam Waters with uh, the monster car uh, fast, but not really getting the chocolates to show for it in terms of the overall race pace. Uh, great performance on Sunday too. Big shout out. Well done, Zane Goddard. Career best finish of seventh, and that's Matt Stone Racing's best ever performance down at Simmons Plains as well. And Mark Winterbottom kept that 100% Tasmania record in order. He's now 43 from 43 for finishes and uh, starts down there in supercars. I mentioned the championship points. Let's have a look at the way they sit in the Repco Supercars Championship. Eight races down. Shane Van Gisbergen leads the way on 8.65 from his teammate Jamie Winkup, 7.26. Chas Mostert just 26 points now behind Jamie Winkup because uh, of the five bonus points he scored on Sunday in the last race for setting fastest lap of the race. 
Something that's getting a bit overlooked is that fastest lap five-point bonus, but it's definitely there for the sprint races, and it's very eagerly fought among the drivers. Cam Waters is fourth on 6.63, Will Davison fifth on 6.23, Mark Winterbottom sixth on 5.87. Then it's a bit of a jump back to David Reynolds in seventh on 4.74. Anton Di Pasquale starting to work his way up the order on 4.62. Nick Perkat, tough weekend for Brad Jones Racing on 4.39. And Brody Kostecki, the Boost Mobile Erebus Commodore, rounds out the 10. Brody sits on 4.37 just outside. Andre Heimgartner, Will Brown, Scott Pye, Todd Hazelwood, and Jack LeBrock is the top 15. In the Drivers' Championship, I'm reaching for another bit of paper because I've got the Teams' Championship points here as well. Red Bull Ampol are dominating at the moment by virtue of their two drivers being 1-2. In the Drivers' Points, 15.91, they lead the way. The Shell V-Power Racing Team now sits second on 1,085, and it's really close for the rest of the top five. Walkinshaw and Judy United third on 1,079. Tickford Racing fourth on 1,043, and Team 18 sit fifth on 1,015. New qualifying format into play on the weekend at Simmons Plains. Tell you what, I think I've still got a bit of an ice cream headache from trying to figure it out. If the broadcasters are struggling to explain it, we're struggling to understand it at home. All a bit too complex. If we want to cut down, and this is just a personal comment, personal thought, but if we want to cut down the cars on the track, to reduce the the traffic and give them all a, a fair opportunity, just run them in the split sessions like we did on Sunday, uh, rather than doing the the split them up and then take eight from twelve and then yeah oh, I lost track after that it all got a little bit too hard. Let's keep it a bit more simple. I think that would be the the way to go. Uh, great debut too from Marcus Ambrose on the weekend. Last minute fill in for the broadcast. Craig Lowndes was unavailable on the weekend, and uh, I thought Marcus did a super job for a guy who. Probably didn't really like doing media back in the day when he drove. Uh, he handled himself with great aplomb, so we look forward to hopefully seeing a bit more Marcus in the telecast later on in the year. Uh, next round of the championship, the OTR Super Sprint is at the Bend in South Australia, May 8 to 9. And the other thing is, too, to consider there, two more cars joining the mix, two wildcard entries, Thomas Randall for Tickford in the Castrol Mustang, and it's been announced that Walkinshaw Andretti United will run their spare car for Kurt Kostecki as a third entry, as a wild card. Uh, these entries will be for the Bend, for Hidden Valley in Darwin, and also for uh, Wanneroo in Perth in September, which is the run-in uh, lead-up race and round to the Repco Bathurst 1000. So good to see those two young guys on the grid for the next round of the championship in a few weeks' time. Don't forget the Garage Online. Head to the Repco website, repco.com.au. For our Kiwi friends, it's repco.co.nz. It's your digital destination for automotive and motorsport. Plenty of exclusive content, competitions and giveaways. Make sure you keep your eyes on the Garage with Repco throughout 2021. Speaking of Kiwis, great news to announce this week. We have confirmation as to which track We'll host the Auckland Super Sprint later in the year. We are heading back to Pukekohe Park Raceway, November 6 to 7. Lock that one in the diary, but it's definitely Pukekohe, which will be the venue for the return of supercars to New Zealand for the first time since 2019. Now, if you're a regular listener to Repco Supercars Weekly, you'll know that I love doing digging through the files and having a look at what happened on this day in championship history. And on this day, there's a bit of a Kiwi link here because we just talked about Pukekohe. On April the 20th, 2008, Garth Tander won the inaugural Hamilton 400. Remember, the Hamilton Street Race uh, debuted on the calendar that year to replace 
Pukekohe. Uh, Tanda won all three races, one on Saturday, two on Sunday, to win the Mark Porter Trophy, which was uh, awarded for the first time on that weekend. Stephen Richards and James Courtney rounded out the podium with Garth. Of course, he was the reigning V8 Supercar Champion driving for the Toll Holden Racing Team at the time. That's on this day, April the 20th, back in 2008. Speaking of the Tanders, tomorrow on the V8 Sleuth Podcast, powered by Repco, it's part two of our chat with Leanne Tander. A great drive down memory lane. In part two, we talk about uh, her open-wheeler exploits in Formula 3, her return to racing in Formula 4, and some of the other stuff she's done along the way over the course of her amazing career. We had great feedback on episode one, or part one, I should say, of the of the Leanne chat, and part two comes up tomorrow on the V8 Sleuth Podcast, powered by Repco, so make sure that you hang around and listen to that one when it drops tomorrow. Anyway, we're done. Repco Supercars Weekly in the book. We will be back next Tuesday with another edition of this version of the podcast as we take a look at what's going on in the Repco Supercars Championship. In the meantime, though, have a great week. Join us tomorrow for the Leanne Tander Part 2 chat. Upcoming guests in future weeks, Jack Perkins has had a sit down in the office. We've got a great chat coming up with Jack. And very soon, I'm off to see the head of Erebus Motorsport, Barry Ryan. Can't wait to see Barry and bring that one to you in upcoming weeks. Chat to you soon.